You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, welcome into the latest Mountain West Connection in a podcast. Uh, this is the off season, so that's why we're doing this show today. No football, no basketball. So if you downloaded, thank you. If you're still listening, please keep going on because this will be amazing. I'm thinking. Is that correct, guys? Everybody just say yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Multiple, vo- multiple voices area here. So we're hoping this should be fun and people listen to it throughout the March, April, May, two years from now. We'll see. But here's what we're doing tonight. Our website where we do do, do some sports stuff, mwcconnection.com. Good, maybe bad. What I write, probably not the best, but who know, who cares? <laughs> we like to have fun. But here's what we're doing tonight. If you've seen it on Twitter, it's almost March. We can't say it's March yet, but it's MarchFadness.com. That's what we're doing. And we're going to talk about they're doing a bracket of night of 1990s one-hit wonders. So there's a lot of bad songs, but there's also some good songs. So here's what we, ha- here's what we have tonight. Myself, of course, Jeremy Moss hanging out. Matt Kennerly is always with us for football. So say hello, Matt, to everybody. Here as usual. Hello to the internet. Yes, yeah, uh, Eli Bedker, who does. Ba- we just recorded the basketball podcast, so look for that. He's here. Doubleheader today, so it's going well. Exactly. And then a new voice, I don't think you've ever joined. Brandon Blake, who does some Nevada stuff for us, is here as well. Um, uh, this is my second foray to the podcast. Okay. But hello, everybody. We've been doing it for a while, so you never know. I forget. <laughs> I can't remember everything, man. Come on. I know. I know. It's okay. So let's start with this. Matt, since you found this and kind of know what's going on and who's doing this, give us a the overview of what people can expect of why what song's here, what the, like you said before, the methodology of the greatness of March Fadness. Okay, so this is actually a follow-up to something that one of uh, my acquaintances in the literary world, Andrew Monson, who teaches at the University of Arizona, last year he did a bracket with that was called March Sadness. There was basically a bracket of all of the songs that you would hear on like college rock radio stations back in like the 80s and 90s and stuff like that. So is that the emo bracket then? Was that yeah, what it was, they, emo? <laughs> yeah. So that bracket last year was won by Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. So since it was you know so successful, he decided to run it back and do it again. So if you go to marchfadness.com throughout next month, what you'll see is you'll be able to not only listen to each of the songs day by day, but each song also has an essay attached to it. So for me personally, you know, I'm involved in the world of creative nonfiction. So like, for example, my one of my professors here at Fresno State, Stephen Church, has an essay about one of these songs in the tournament. You know, Elena Passarello, uh, who actually listened to Return of the Mac for 24 hours in a row. Oh my goodness! How is that possible? She she's got an essay in this tournament. So basically, you go to the site, you can vote on either there or on Twitter, and you can read the essays that each of these writers has written for every single one of these songs. But more or less, what it comes down to is the music. So before we jump into it, I guess I should explain how they decided to seed the songs like they did. Um. It's pretty straightforward. The songs are listed based on how high they charted when they originally debuted. So 
For example, one of the play-in games was Natalie and Bruglia's Torn versus Tonics, if you could only see. And you might wonder why something like Natalie and Bruglia, who's so, like, ingrained into our culture, would have to be in a play-in game. And it's because that on the charts back in, like, 1996, I think it was when that song came out, it topped out at number 41, if you can believe that. Hmm. So the number one seeds are, like, number one, number two hits. And that's basically how it breaks down in the bracket somewhere on the site i'm trying to remember where exactly it is they also have like power rankings which are based off of like youtube video views and in that regard i believe the number one song in the bracket is what's up by four non-blondes if that surprises what? anybody really yeah. that's that's the video that's been seen more than any other in the field here, i got the, i got the top five right here Okay. It's What's Up with 180 million views. Jeez. Uh, Mamba number five with it's not even halfway, 71 million. You got Closing Time by Semisonic, Return of the Mac, four, and then Biz Marquis, Just a Friend at five, and then Really Quick Breakfast at Tiffany's and Tub Thumping, and whoop, there it is at number eight. So an eclectic and, mix. Yeah. And some don't have YouTube because I don't know why that's – no, okay, here's why. There's some ash. If you go under, it's under the updates page. I oh, think yes. that's where I'm at. And then at the bottom, it mentioned some didn't have official video. So this is ones who had an official video on YouTube at, on some, YouTube point. at some point. Okay, there so. you go. All right, now let's get to the point where, because these are songs are 26 years ago, in 1990, the first, or 27 now, geez. Here's the point. Eli, you're not 27 years old, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> Let me ask you another question. Were you live during any of these songs? Some of them, maybe? I would venture to say 90% of them, no, but I've spent a good deal of my childhood in thrift stores, so I think I have a, a fairly decent understanding of most of these songs because that's where most of these songs head after they're off their charts. <laughs> the, uh-huh. the cassette section of the yeah, yeah. Salvation Army? Exactly, yeah. You knew so you heard these exactly (laughs) so you've heard these after the fact most of these songs i'm 36 so i I was a high school graduating 2000 high school so most of these were in high school age so that's why some of these because that's kind of for me some of the music you stick with that forever you had more stuff throughout but you always go back to that stuff i think at least some of it some of you go back like i listened to that really or it's like i wore this (laughs) or wore that yeah (laughs) so most of these are i'm pretty i was pretty familiar with probably without even listening 85 90% before. There's a few of them like that made the light of day. Who said yes to that song? <laughs> so, Matt, so when did you like hear these songs? Like, what was kind of the ballpark for you? I mean, I mean, most of the things that I remember start from when I was about 10 years old. So, like, t- when I was 10, that would have been 1994. So, like, I remember a lot of these songs from you know elementary school going into middle school and then you know 1999 i would have been a freshman in high school so that's when you get into some of these other songs like you know flagpole said i think came out in 98 or 99 and stuff mm-hmm. like that so for me it was kind of a span of like the like late childhood into like young adulthood and stuff like that okay what about you brandon i'm well i'm a lot like you jeremy i uh i'm 35 i just turned 35 so are old people. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm I'm a lot like you. I'm a lot like you, Jay. I'm a, a lot of these is like high middle school, high school, like mm-hmm. um middle school, high school, elementary school. Like I remember when 
I think I remember most of these songs came out like on the radio. Most of these, or like I mentioned er uh, earlier, you know, before going to school, either BET or MTV would show videos when they used to show videos. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of these, I see a lot of these videos. So it's like, oh yeah, I remember this song. I like this song. Why did I think this song was good? I, <laughs> <laughs> like, like steal my sunshine? Really? Oh God! I, I I'm, I'm a little bit partial to that, but not really. A little bit. Yeah, it, it was like, like, you know, uh, something. What was another one? Um, oh, what was it? Uh, the verb, the verb pipe. It was just. I thought that was so good, but yeah. it's it so such a for being such Dude, a counter song. Yeah, here's a, the thing about that song. People are like, oh, it's a song. Let's, let's play it. We're fresh. Like, no, that's not a song you should be playing about anything towards that of so no. celebrating anything. No. He has a bag full of rice and come on. It's about killing yourself. No. It's listen, almost like, a, it's almost like, it's almost like a, uh, the Green Day song, the time of your life. Dude. Yeah. That was, that was my high school theme song. Oh my God. <laughs> so they decided, Hey, instead of doing the time of your life of uh, the Dirty Dancing song or yeah. something else, we're gonna do Green Day's Time of Your Life. A very down. <laughs> why don't they? Why don't they choose Wake Me Up with some Timberlands? Come on. No. <laughs> that would have been more upbeat. Yeah, I, like some. It's like I get it. Like some, like some music, I'll listen for the lyrics or I'll listen to the beat or the actual guitar or whatever. But if you're gonna make it something like that make sure it's all encompassing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's how we're doing this thing. Um, I'm still technically filling out my final four, so we'll get that at the moment, but we each took a bracket. So if you're looking at your March Madness bracket, which you should, obviously while you're listening to this, so you don't get too lost. I did the bottom left bracket where the one seed was, uh, here comes the hop step for, oh, geez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who did the top right bracket? I forget. Who is that one? I, I had the top right. So Eli had the top right with, uh, hey, Macarena. Awesome. Congrats. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What, did you, what did you have, Brandon? You had top left? Right? I Top left, sir, makes a lot. Baby got back. There we go. He's that one. <laughs> and that means Matt has the bottom left where number one seed was. Um, right said Fred. Rip off that tank top, folks. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Rip off that mesh top. Are you kidding me? Oh, mesh tank top. That's right. I made during part of this, get some songs. I should have done this before. Get some songs queued up to maybe play a couple seconds over the speaker here. Because if we play the whole thing, this will get shut down automatically. <laughs> because you know, you know, the toadies will come after us if we play 10 seconds of their song, right? Yeah. That royalty money. <laughs> So Matt, you had a good idea. Let's start with you. You wanted to go to like the traditional five twelve because that's always a weird, upset thing. So let's start with your bracket. What did you? What was your five twelve matchup you had? Okay, so the one with with mine are two very different songs, and you actually just mentioned one of them. Toad, yep. the Toadies, Possum <laughs> Kingdom is the twelve seed in my region, and the very first matchup was against Delight's Groove is in the Heart. Groove is in the Heart. <laughs> and I had to think for a really long time about who I thought would win that matchup because one, they're both magnificent in their own ways, but two, you know, Possum Kingdom is one of those songs that I hold very close to my heart from when I was a kid. And if, if I were using my heart instead of my brain to fill up my bracket, I probably would have had it going to like the elite eight or the final four or stuff like that. 
But I went with Possum Kingdom anyway to at least win this first round matchup. But I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts on how you would get how, about how this you, one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so, like, how, let's, let's do Actually, before we get to the 512, we'll go around and do that. But, like, what was your pick? Like, how did you make picks? Did you, like, I'm going this because I like the song or I'm going this one because it's probably going to win? For this one, I did a little bit of both. A lot of it had to do with the fact that this is still one of my favorite songs. And okay. whenever they play it on local radio around here, I still jam along to it as loud as possible. <laughs> and even if it attracts attention, I don't really care because I'm jamming. Uh, I mean, Groovers in the Heart is nice. It's a little too... It's a disco I don't know, song. It's a little, a little too, yeah, a little too lighthearted, I think. Which I think doesn't necessarily fly everywhere in this bracket, but we'll get to that more of that in a minute. I I don't have a great feeling about a lot of the rock songs in this bracket. Yeah. There's not many either, too. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people know the Toadies. A lot of people remember the Toadies, especially from, like, what, Guitar Hero 2. You know, so they have that connection. They still play it a lot. Whereas, you know, at least around here, you never hear Delight on the radio anymore. So I feel like there's a little more consciousness. That'll good, drive right? kind of flat. that'll drive that matchup. We're about to get sued right now. Yeah, I should change I'm actually gonna you convinced me to change my pick on that because I'm <laughs> not a huge fan of the Toadies, but after listening to do for ten seconds, I'm making my official change. Sorry, Groove is in the heart, delight you're out. <laughs> Alright, so Eli, let's go to your pick. Go to your five twelve pick real quick. And how did you kind of make these selections? Uh, my 512, well, first off, the way I made my selections is all based on the song that I prefer. So it, it, it I don't really, I think I picked all 16 seeds. So, so there's, there's no way that's going to happen. Uh, but my five, yeah, I, I know, right. Um, my, my 512 was, I think one of my less interesting matchups from my bracket. It was Joan Osborne's One of Us against 20 Fingers short dick man that was terrible i listened to that like that's like the worst song ever yeah so i i went with one of us reluctantly um that i really don't like that song that much but just the way this bracket shakes out that's how you have to do it um i don't know that that song feels so like church camp to me and yeah. i don't yeah. I, so i think that's probably where i heard it first so that's uh <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my memory of that song, but I guess it's just enough to move on to the next round. So I guess I'm going with that one. Here's yeah, a thing: that... what we what we real quick, just what we should do. Since you mentioned you're all doing 16s, we should do a point system as well to do that. Is we'll see how well we do against actual field. Does that work? You, you know what though? If you download the Excel file off of the March Badness website, it comes with a tracker. It does work. So I'm yeah. looking, I have that right now. Where's the tracker? Oh, there it is. Oh, I it's see. The bottom. bottom left-hand corner. So anybody who wants to play along at home throughout the month, feel free to join us. Hmm. We're going to do that as well. We're going to put the podcast and do some stuff like that on there. So so on the did I do it wrong? Because I went through and typed all in. Do you just click and go on the tracker? Yes. Oh, man. I was typing something. Wow. Like, this, this is a <laughs> Stay with me, Dang it. Oh, and dummy. I need – oh, jeez. So we'll learn from my mistake and go to the tracker. And what do you just click a team and that, that's how it works, I'm assuming? Yeah, pretty much. You oh, just sort of geez. click on it and move on. 
trial, but trial and error, Jeremy. Trial thank you, error. thank you. All right, go, go, Brandon. Go ahead. What, what do you got? What's your five twelve and your uh, picking style? Okay. Well, um, first off, uh, Eli, your five twelve, you, Joan Osborne. I, I figured. I didn't know you'd hear that at a church. I heard it on VH1. They played that video. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the uh, nose ring, man. That's edgy. Oh, it's a collective taste. But my five twelve was a. Uh, <laughs> My five twelve is an interesting one to me. Um, crash test dummies mm-hmm, and uh, big old planets rebirth the slip. Cool like that. Um, that was an interesting one because the crash test dummies dummies one I first didn't catch on when didn't first hear when it first came out back in ninety ninety three. Uh, but I sort of picked up on it like a couple of years later. Kind of a weird novelty because. If I remember the song, if I remember hearing about it, the dude sung like a bass baritone. So it's like, <laughs> you never heard anybody like that. Um, so that was kind of interesting. The Biggable Planets one was, I remember that one coming out and kind of jamming to it. It was sort of completely different than the hip-hop rap music that was coming out at the time. Because it was just either the East Coast sound or the West Coast sound it was really hard and edgy and controversial. This was sort of just laid back and chill. Um, I went with the Digital Planets one in the 512. Uh, barely. It is one of those quote-unquote upsets. Uh, my picking style was sort of more, a little bit more nostalgia. I think it was like, oh, I remember that song. I like that song. I like that song. Uh, more nostalgia, more toward my flavor. My sort of preference or taste style of music um so i kind of went with that for my picking style all right so this is the song you chose here i don't think i listened to this one yeah it's just dummies by, by default almost yeah i, I mean it, it's it's one of those there's no wrong answer you know but, but i went with 12 oh i did listen to this one. it's not too bad yeah again it's something if you gotta think of around the time like 92 93 it's either dr dre or uh, or more the uh, West Coast rap or the East Coast Biggie and or... stuff, yeah. Exactly, and here's this, you know, they're throwing jazz into it. I think it was a jazz sample if I read the whole music on it. So I kind of went with that, just sort of a little different. All right, no, that's perfect. My picking style is basically, I guess, similar to most everybody. I'm going with the song I like, and I don't care what you say. <laughs> I Because certain... I... we'll have different styles. Like, somehow Cotton Eye Joe made it in here. I have no idea how that made it in there. I'm like, really? Yeah. That... Uh-huh. I've heard that enough. It's terrible. Yeah. It's not my bracket. It's, it's the worst song in the whole bracket. I, uh, I don't know, man. It, I it had... might be. Well, let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah. Let's, let's get to <laughs> okay, true. true. <laughs> Let me do my five twelve real quick. So I went with kind of just like the song I liked the most. I know some are going to win more than others, but I still I aged a little bit what might win. Just kind of think about it, but I'm also going with I'm going to pick who I like. So yeah. I had the, the this was an easy pick for me. Five C divine it was divinals. I touch myself or tell or tell Balkman. She's so high. I went with tell tell Balkman. It's I think it's a better song. I yeah. It's one. It's it's like one of those songs like like when Matt like or not Matt but like what was it torn like it's very popular or you thought it was popular but it just keeps getting played and played because of it's not stuck in a time warp between these five years. You can still play it today and people like it or care about it. Idea. That's kind of not not quite there but a little bit. And so you hear that enough on what mix stations or like the best of the eighties, nineties in today, those type of things. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear those, but the, I went with that one for my five twelve, and that was a twelve uh, upset seed. So, so Matt, what's the worst song in the bracket? Oh my God, there are so many. 
No. <laughs> um, I'm now I gotta like look through this because New Age Girl's pretty awful. New Age Girl's like pretty terrible. I feel like it's easier to pick the really great songs that are probably gonna get hosed in early matchups because they're up against other really great songs. Four non blondes. That's a tough one. That went out early for me. I mean. Some some of these that I don't remember, that I didn't remember, and that I listened to, I was like, "How did this get in here?" Like, like, um, like, I mean, Cotton Eye Joe is a little bit grating. I will admit, I'll I'll agree with Eli on that one. Um, But like another another (laughs) one, like uh, Meryl Bainbridge Mouth, which is up against Four Non Blondes in the first round. I listened to that, and I hadn't heard it before. I was like, this was one of those instances where I sat there and I was like, why did people listen to this back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was a tough one. Like I, like I said, mine was in my bracket probably. Like I had this bracket, 314. Missing a New Age Girl. I'm like, I've never heard of either of those. They're both terrible. I was like, um, I'm taking this one. So, How John, the 314, 314, I went with, uh, in that bracket, I went with uh, Missing. So did uh, I. Because yeah. I kind of had to. Well, yeah, by choice. But I remember that song vaguely, uh, and that was that was a lot better to me than whoever that I. Can we say this? Can we say this name on the podcast? Did yeah, I go with it. Okay, I, I can have the the tag if we need to. Okay, then <laughs> I did because nah, I went with missing kind of by default, but and also I remember the song and remember liking it. I had such That's weird, it. I had such weird taste when I was fourteen. Ever who who you're, everybody's weird at fourteen? Come on. <laughs> So Eli, what was your like least favorite song you studied during this part? Yes, I you studied because you're younger. That's why. Come on. Um, well, the songs that I listened to that I really didn't like, I just immediately skipped over. So to say I, to, to say I spent much time on the songs I didn't like would be a lie. But uh, Cotton Eye Joe was awful. Um, I didn't really like the one seats, and I think that's not because the songs were bad, but just because they're so overplayed that you just get tired of them. And I think that goes for just any song in general um but cotton eye joe's rough that song is just it's it's hard to get through one song i thought like you mentioned overplaying it was a what tub thumping what were they at they were a six seed or something they are yeah, in my bracket they're so. in an eight nine matchup so they're in okay, eight I was talk- yeah. yeah i was talking to matt about this like before we we're discussing this probably a couple weeks ago you know the song's over because it was a, at least i grew up in houston so that whatever that tells about taste or whatever is playing the radio that was popular everywhere. I listened to it a bunch. And I remember one day going from school, went to go get food. Then we we're going to go, like, the, I think it was a, a swim or water polo practice. We had like an hour break. So let's go grab some food to head over to the swimming pool. So we're listening to radio. Like, oh, it comes on. It's been on for a while. So it's kind of on its way out for the most part. It's just to listen to it. But, like, let's find something else. No joke. Four stations that play somewhat similar music at one point during our five minute drive had that song on. <laughs> And overlapping for the most part, I'm like, that's when you know what's next on the docket. What other song can we listen to that's not this? And so seeing it's... it as that low of a seed, I kind of thought it'd be higher because that one kind of surprised me for how low it was. Maybe it was just like a, I don't remember how long it was number one. Maybe you could look that up a Billboard or something. But maybe it's one of those songs that shot up and shot down super quick. Which song is this? The tub thumping song. You remember oh, that one? Tum- yeah, tum- yeah, tum- oh, tum- yeah. Tum- come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. It's, a, it's like the ultimate fail compilation song, in my opinion. When you when you're putting together a montage of people tripping over stuff and falling, I think it has to be. It's mandatory that you put tub thumping over that. Yeah, my my song I didn't 
I bumped my song I didn't particularly care for on this. Green Jelly? The Green Jelly no. song? No, no, not that one. Uh, <laughs> funny, but nah. Uh, I, I think the one for me just off of that was the, uh, I think it was in the top right hand, the uh, Chris Isaacs, was it Wicked Game? Oh. I remember the, the video and the song was just so droning. It was like, it was black and white and it was so long and drawn out let's not forget the supermodel by the way uh, okay yeah the supermodel yeah the supermodel okay that okay that was fine but i was just i couldn't get over the he's like just chill and apparently the guy had other songs in yeah can't get that one stuck out of my just that that one for me just the video and the droning of precise <laughs> all right so we've gone through our worst songs we've gone through our 512 um what about what do you want, uh, what, what, what's next what should we do what do you got what about of course uh, the, pr- the preparation the song, was uh, minimal that's <laughs> which one i was gonna say the songs over-seated? that are overseated and underseated do you have in something in mind bracket. You want to start with that, Matt? Yeah, I actually kind of do. Um, What's in your brain? So you were top right, correct? Or top left? No, I was I'm top left. Sorry, I didn't start school around here on my page. So bottom left for you. So what do you got? What's your most overseeded one in here? So to me, I feel like it's this one that I I had never even heard of. It's the three seed in my bracket for some reason. Jane Childs don't want to fall in love. Yeah. I have no idea what that was either. I I know what that song was, and I saw it at three against the 14th seed, and it was like, okay, I kind of remember the Jane Child song. I, why she at three, I don't know. And Lube and Chumbawamba's at eight. I I don't care, but yeah, it was like that kind of then, puzzle on that one. So who did you pick in that bracket? Did you pick the 14 or the three? I mean, I had to listen to them both because I wasn't familiar with either of them, but I went with the 14 seed, which is Moni Loves. It's a shame. Mm-hmm. Ah, good and then it's... This is not the song. Sorry, I'm trying to pull it up here. Oh. <laughs> and as far as a song that's underseated, and like, this is a song Hold on, that... here's the one song real quick. Let's see if I can get it here real quick. The one overseated, uh, number three, Jane Child. Let me just... Fa- this thing, I'm like... That's I don't know. Early '90s, right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that? You know what that sounds like? You know what that sounds like? It's a cut in. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like a throwaway Janet Jackson track. It does. Yes. Something like Janet Jackson or Jimmy Jam Terry Lewis wrote for Janet, and Janet was like, "I ain't doing this," and exactly. somebody took it in. <laughs> it was like, ah, "We'll give it to this person." And that, then, as far as exactly. as far as a song that's, as far as a song that's underseated in my part of the bracket, this is a song that I hope goes really far, and I'll be voting for it as often as I can. The thirteen seed, Duncan Sheik's "Barely Breathing." That that's a good one. I it's, I, I listened to it, song. but I had it losing unfortunately to Lou Bega. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you? guy. Hey, you're not the only one, Jeremy. Yes, thank you, Eli. (laughs) (laughs) I I have to listen to it again. I'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Guys. 
Uh, what about you all? all right, as far as yeah, go ahead, Eli. Eli, what do you got? Eli. Uh, as far as overseeded and underseated? Yeah, and you were top right, I want to say. Am I yeah, I was top seat? right. Am I getting these finally? <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought that you get what you give. I thought that was a pretty solid song. That was a 15, so I thought that was a little underseated. Um, what's I up? I, I, I picked up the win for me. Yes, I did. Yeah, I did too. Return of a Mac, come on. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a good song too. I like that one. Um, that's, that was a tough matchup for me. I think What's Up by Four Non Blondes was a little underseated at 11. Uh, that's, that's another song that I thought was fairly popular during its time. Obviously, I wasn't there to see it, but, um, <laughs> and as far as overseated, um, the Macarena? <laughs> yeah, I, I did not, I did not like that one, but it, it makes sense, I guess, because that song has played it. Just all different sorts of social gatherings, so I guess I get it. But um, I don't know. I think my bracket, for the most part, was fairly. It was seated fairly well. The four thirteen between Jennifer Page, Crush, and Culture Beat, Mr. Vane. I had never heard of those songs before, so I guess you could say both of those were overseated. But for the the most part, I guess my bracket was pretty fair. Okay, what about you, Brandon? Um, I top left. Um, I'll go with underseated. Um, I would say, and we just got finished talking about it. Uh, Dig old planets at twelve. I thought was a little under underseated because it's a good song. Uh, I you know like I said remember it was just sort of a different vibe going on at that time. Uh, now here and why they how they did the seating, the seating makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know why they did it, but I still think it's. Uh, underseated, just in my opinion. Uh, overseated, I. Donna Lewis, maybe. <laughs> nah, I mean it was fine. It was a fine song. I mean, I got no no issues with that. Uh, the easy way to probably say it would be, I you know, at first or some first blush, I would say, why is the Heights at number two? Uh, why, why is the Heights How You Talk to Angel sitting there as a two seed? Uh, I have a popular song, but I'm going to go with Overseeded, Tom Cochran's Life. Is, well, you know what? Back up, back up. Heights <laughs> at number two is a bit is a bit. I have, them, I have them losing. I had no second thought about picking Harvey Danger over that song. You know, without even listening to the Heights, I'm like, Harvey Danger, you win. But you know what? But you know what? In a twist. In a bit of a twist Ooh. in my bracket, I had them winning the first game because I didn't. Um, I had them winning the first game, but I had them losing in the second round to Desiree's You Gotta Be. Okay. Uh, so I thought the Heights at two was probably overseeded. Desiree should have probably been a little bit higher because that's all. Dude, that's all. Everywhere. <laughs> I mean, you know what it is? It's it, life affirming, is what it is. Exactly. It, that's it, that's exactly what it, it exactly what it was, and it's just sort of this. It was a pick me up, you know, in that, around that time. And Desiree at seven was just why. As Mouse <laughs> plays it. Um, but yeah, Heights at number two was just a bit. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. So my section over at the bottom right, I would say overseeded. I know it's popular. I know it's going to win. I know it's in Space Jam. And even though. People may crush me and throw rocks at me, but Space Jam's a terrible movie. I don't care. Oh, I will say it. Here's, no, a, it's, here's, a, here's the thing. 
when you're young and watch it, when did it come out? Was it what, 10 or 12? It yes, I watched it a bunch. 96. Oh, 96. So I was, what, I've been four, in high, uh, I'm eighth, 14. Grade, eighth or ninth grade, whatever. I was yeah. 14. So, so watch it then. Yeah, it was a pretty cool movie to see all those guys there. But people who like it now who are older, I still, there's stuff I'll watch. Like, I'll say something that's probably very embarrassing, and I'll go with it. <laughs> because it's a good analogy. There's stuff you like that's older that's terrible now, which makes sense. I will watch the TV show Boy Meets World. I have the DVD set because I like that show. And that was like in the 90s. <laughs> it's basically the same time frame. I, I'll watch it. My kids watch the show with me. I'll watch that. I still think it's a good show even though it, I know it's cheesy. It's probably dubbed now. I know, but people like that with Space Jam. I just think Space Jam now. I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't, I don't care for it. But I get when you're younger, you like it. And yeah. so I felt that one was – it's going to win. I didn't pick it, but it's going up against uh, Unbelievable. And I went with that. For overseeded. As for underseeded, I need to take a quick look here. Um, I already did my 314. Well, let me just say this. The 314, they're probably both wrong. Everything but the girl by missing and that uh, New Age girl Dead Eye Dick song, they're both terrible. It should be removed from the bracket. But I'll go with something that I've actually heard of before. I know Matt likes this song. It's the Natalie Brugio song, Torn. Underseeded at 16? Come on. That should be much higher. Much higher. And you know what? I think, and the same with the space jam uh with that tag team song i was i'm partial to that song because i for the audience i live in uh northwest florida mm-hmm. and for that and i remember for that time period like 90 i came in northwest florida like 91 92 so it would have been around the time tag Ooh, there it is came out mm-hmm. and you and all all you would hear is that song um and there was like several different variations of that song <laughs> CD, so, come on, is number one or two on there after the yeah, scary of the rumble? <laughs> exactly, like seventeen versions of it. So it, it'll probably win. Um, I, I slightly dis, I don't dis. I, I, I think it's, it's overrated. A good it's yeah, I, I think it's overrated. I'd say if it's a four or five, great, but a two, I'm like, I get the reason. I, I see why they did it as a two. I see why they did it as a two. Uh, for you, I mean, it's a good song, although. I think it was off that soundtrack. I think there were better songs off of that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm blanking on that. But but yeah, I I like Tag Team. I like that song. It takes me back to going to school. <laughs> it, it does. I just think it's just o- overused and overplayed at the time. So all right. So next. So what should we do next? We just kind of go through like our final four. Like any surprise picks we have. What do you think we should be doing next? Because we prepare so well for this. <laughs> well, were, there, were there any particular tough matchups in your region? Like maybe one that you think is going to be really close or really hard for people to decide upon? That's a good one. Um, I I'll start with that. I guess. Um, uh, let me like my like in mine's bottom right. If you haven't heard, I did not pick a one over sixteen. I don't think of this one. Can I just so say that by the way, Jeremy, that like I consider your region to be like the region of death. It's tough. Here's it is because like here's the thing. Here comes the Hopstetter. It's a pretty good song. But I oh, like yeah. torn, and I, I did pick a sixteen one. I picked that song to go a couple, on like a, a few tough matchups. Like um, uh, here's probably the toughest one. I don't, I don't think mine had a particular tough match. There are some good songs, but as for like, I've always had a feeling like I'm picking this song over this song. Like I have House of Pain in my bracket. That's going to Final Four because I know that's probably going to win the whole thing or be very close to it. Yeah. I chose the verb because by pipe because I think it, the song itself I I, I go with it because I don't like Skilo, but there were some tough there were some outside of the three fourteen that stupid matchup you already heard me say five times. <laughs> there were there's good songs but like people I know people are fond of Candlebox I don't care for them so that that verse House of Pain might have been a tough one for some people. 
I guess the Tal Balkman versus the Vinyl is a little bit tough, but I guess my toughest one really would have been early on would have been Torn and still my sun Sunshine. Because they're kind of part of it. They're almost, they're a similar style and song, similar genre. And so that made it very tough to choose which one just because that style. But like, if you have like a hip hop and a rock song or like a, what are these, what are the pop song versus a hip hop? Those are, I think those are more clear cut to choose from. But if it's the same genre, that for me made it a bit more tough to pick to go along with. So that was probably my toughest one. But there were a, got, a lot of good, like a lot of good songs that felt my bracket. But I don't think there's any like I struggled. This one's so difficult. There's just a lot of good songs, but the matchups lent for me to say this one over that one. That's probably my toughest matchup I went with, and I chose Torn to move on again to 16 seed. What about you, Eli? So I think the most difficult matchup for me to select was in the first round in, in my top right region, and that was between Eagle Eye Cherry's Save Tonight and Semisonic's Closing Time. Yes. I, I know yes. that... Yeah, I, I, this was a tough one for me, and I know that Closing Time is is overplayed and can be used uh, i guess in a i don't know people like to use in a comedic sense i guess but i I, it's a decent song uh but i went with save tonight i think that was a tough one for the most part i think that the bracket was fairly easy to select except for the 512 and 413s because i was not familiar with many of those songs (laughs) and and at the same time wasn't too fond of any of those songs so um, but that that seven ten between save tonight and closing time was pretty tough. That was probably for me almost overall one of the tougher ones to do. I went because I did it with my wife. We went back and forth of that. I ended up going to closing time. But man, that was one of the tougher ones. Brandon, what about you? I think I think in my bracket, it, it was it was a few interesting ones. I uh the uh I think I went with five twelve that I mentioned the precious dummies one and Digable planets one was a tough one. Because uh, I like both of those songs. The um, another one that was hard for me was the six uh, eleven matchup. The uh, OMC's uh, "How Bizarre" <laughs> and uh, Mark Combs walked in Memphis. Uh, I, I think in a sense because the "How Bizarre" song is just it's so ridiculous. Uh, it really, but it's, it's, it's catchy just, though. It's catchy. That's it's it. catchy. Exactly. It's catchy. Uh, the Mark Cone one I didn't really know about until like mid. At when it first came out, I didn't know much about it, but until many years later, uh, sort of hearing about it, it's like, this song is ridiculous, too. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be serious about this guy visiting Memphis, you know, but it, it was another one that was sort of, man, they're both kind of ridiculous in their own way. The OMC one was ridiculous in a funny, upbeat way. The Mark Cone one is, folks. yeah, the Mark Cone one was ridiculous in a trying to take itself too seriously way. Like, uh, <laughs> the black and white music video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. The so I went with the OMC one. Um so that's what I went with that. I think in my bracket, uh how was it? Because of that first round one and then how I went I went with uh with that one and then a tough one as I was picking them, I picked Digital Planets to win their first round and then the Proclaimers one. Ooh. And then when I went to that, I would, and in that matchup, I went with Proclaimers by just a hair. And then I think when I got deeper into that section of the tournament, it, it just got like, oh, God, I, I got to pick these because they're something because they're all good. And in terms of what I think will win, I think, you know, in my side of the bracket, I think, you know, 
that was a tough one. The, the further I got to the bracket, the further I advanced. Of course. That's how it is, though, in anything. <laughs> you know. One versus two, four versus five, what are you going to do? Yeah, it is that one. But I think just we're keeping it strictly first round, that 6-11 matchup. Was... Okay. So for me, I think I already mentioned, you know, Mambo number five versus Barely Breathing. I feel like that should be really tough for people to decide. But... You know, for me, and I know that Eli's alluded to this as well, the 116 between I'm Too Sexy and the Humpty Dance. Oh, man. That's a hard one. That's going to be a knockdown drag him out brawl, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that That's not that's not Duke playing, you know, Hampton or whatever. Or I'm going to make a prediction right now real quick. Humpty Dance is going to win because there's those commercials that are bringing that back right now. Yeah. That's fair. It's gonna win because that, of that. that song. That song somehow has gotten like a second or third life, and since it came out, and and we're talking about criminally low, criminally underseated digital underground. Yeah. <laughs> and let's not forget too that you know. <laughs> See, you know, we've, we've mentioned Natalie Bruglia. We've mentioned the digital underground now. And both of those, both of those songs had to go through play-in games just to get through into this tournament. And they both, they both killed in their matchups. Yeah. So they have, a, you know, if we want to talk about the fact that the, both of those songs have a little bit of momentum behind them, I think that's something worth keeping an eye on. Yeah. I think, uh, I, and I had my uh, Digital Underground go, going pretty far. Uh, and it, you know, I'm making a change right now up. to Elite Eight, maybe, for Digital Underground. Make it a change. Ooh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> What do you think? Real, really quick, I'll let you finish, Brandon. But Digital Underground versus Mambo Number Five. I Digital Underground. Okay, I'll go with that. There we go. I'll take your advice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so but what, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, finish up what you were mentioning before. Oh, me or Matt? He, whoever. I don't know. I interrupted somebody. I think it was Matt. Well, I, said, I, I said pretty much everything I was going to say. I just think that the oh, okay. 116 especially. It's kind of like when, um, what was it, like two years ago when Wisconsin got off to a really slow start. I forget who they were playing, some small school out of nowhere, but it was like they were Belmont, down Belmont. by two. Yeah. Like, you know. Eli, help us out of your basketball. <laughs> I, I think it was, I want to say it was Coastal Carolina, but I can't say for sure. I think that was probably, probably. I feel yeah. like I feel like it's going to be kind of like that, where it's going to be a little too uncomfortable for the one seed. Is is it? Are there live results coming in, or is it just bang one update? Um, you can follow the live results. I think through March Fadness, um, because they are accumulating the votes both on their website and also on the Twitter feed, which is at March Fadness. So you can always and they combine the okay. two results, so you can kind of track them both. When you, I know when you vote online, if you vote that way, it'll tell you the current result at that time from online only voting. Yeah. All right, so let's do this, Abdikin. Should we go through? our lead eights real quick and then go through our kind of our finals really quick. Yes. Yeah. All right. I will start. Here's what I'm going for my final. You can laugh at me. My lead eight. I have, um, I know Matt's parcel to torn, but that got knocked out for me. I have house of pain, which is a juggernaut, I think. And then I know Brandy can hate me, but I have the freshman going up against them in my regional final, <laughs> but save... your choice, your choice, your I, 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 I Obviously, go with House of Pain for my final four pick out of my bracket, my winner. You can't go wrong with House of Pain, right? Like, what else am no, I going to pick? Torn's pretty, pretty good. You got um, I don't like I'm not a fan of Skilo, the I Wish song. 
unbelievable. I know Whoop, there it is, probably will make it far, but I think House of Pain is going to be a runaway in that region. No love for what is love. Nope, nothing. Oh, man. That, that's, oh, okay. come on. This, that, I, I'm like, I was like, when I first saw that, I'm like, what is that song on there? I've heard that one before. I'm like, I realized, oh, it's a stupid Saturday night, Saturday night, Saturday night, SNL sketch. sketch, Will Ferrell and, uh, who was it, Goatman Chris or whatever? Katan. Yeah, oh, Chris you Katan. Know, I, paid oh, money, I, I paid money to see that movie. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, me and my brother went to go see that movie because we liked that sketch. Yeah. In a related story, I was 13. And he was yeah, scared, that so. as well plays into it and why you wanted yeah. to see the movie. <laughs> he was thir- I was 13. He was, I was like 12. He was like 9 or something like that. It was like, eh, makes sense. The sketch itself is fine. It's three minutes maybe, but a 90-minute, 80-minute movie? Minutes, no. <laughs> and then to talk, it's like, no. So I, I once I heard realized that it was, I'm like, it's probably going to win, but I'm not going with it. I don't care. Yeah. All right, Eli, so what's your bracket look like, your kind of final two? So just Elite Eight or, or my – Final four. Yeah, lead eight to final four. Who's your final, okay. your regional final? Okay, so I have connected by stereo MCs. I have no idea if you guys agree with that one. No. Uh, close. Controversial. No? Okay, well, I thought they had a pretty easy route to the Elite Eight, considering the other t- other uh, songs that they're up against. So I have that one, which is a 16 seed. Uh, first time 16 seed has ever been uttered in the same sense as Elite Eight. <laughs> and uh, I have Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. I, I really like that song. I think that's one of my favorite songs from this bracket. So that, so those are my two teams in the Elite Eight. Who's your winner? Save Tonight. Okay. it's a good one. All right, Matt, what do you got? Okay, so surprisingly, my own region is the only one where I went chalk. Ooh. So it's one versus two. I'm too sexy versus we haven't talked about it yet. Meredith Brooks's bitch, which I feel yeah. like is a song that has a lot of momentum going into this. I can't explain it. I just feel like that song is going to go. <laughs> <I just> because... <laughs> you know like, you know, what it's like? here's what it's like. It's like when, when Duke or North Carolina gets to play the first two rounds at Greensboro or something like that. Yeah. And then they just have home field advantage like the entire time. They play in Greensboro, then they play in like you know, Charlotte, Charlotte or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah like so the final four in rally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I I don't think that either of those songs are going to be really challenged because you know, you know, you guys talked about tub thumping, and I feel like that's a little more grating than I'm too sexy. And as much as I love Possum Kingdom, I don't know that it's popular enough to topple I'm too sexy. And then on the opposite end of the bracket, like Breakfast at Tiffany's is great. And I picked that yeah. to go far, man. That's in my final four, I had, possibly. I had that one in at least one game. At least one match. Um, I have that one in Elite Eight. It's close. And then, you know, I might have uh, uh, Diane, Fer- Diane Ferris's I Know going into the Sweet song. 16. But I feel like, you know, Meredith Brooks is like one of those songs that everybody knows and quietly, even if people don't outwardly admit it, they really like it. They like so, the song. Yeah. So that's why I have I have that song going into my final four. I had that. I, I might change this. I had that song losing to Snow. Just just out of pure zaniness. So, <laughs> not spite. Not kidding, spite. Kidding. Just because it's, you know, it's it's a white Canadian rapper. Come on. There's something about that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll probably change it. Um, All right, so like, what's in your field then? What do you got? Me? Um, I had my Elite Eight. I had, I went more towards the um, 
R&B, hip-hop side of it. Basically, I think we kind of mentioned this earlier, the pop songs, just what they were going up against, it, it was just sort of hard to sort of pick against. So my Elite Eight, I had um, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Of course. Um, yes. Uh, Desiree. Um, Digital Underground. Uh, the Unfairs. And then I had uh, Biz Marquis. And then Mark Boris. And then Hop Stepper. And then Tag Team. Hop, Hop Stepper, all right. Hop Stepper. Uh, that like... might change. But okay. like, like, and like I said, we mentioned it. Just the hip-hop songs just have a little bit more punch to it then yeah they've had more life the guys i I know if i said this before during here with you before blake chat with the guys like yeah most of hip-hop seemed to play last longer than some of these uh slow ballad type songs or something nothing against them nothing against you know tal bachman or uh or somebody like a for example uh meredith brooks you know there's just a lot of those songs hip you know hit a little bit more like we just now you know coming back to Meredith Brooks where you know that song was what 97 or 98 there's that long stretch of not thinking about the song now we're thinking about the song now yeah it's different like it's like that's why I wanted to get to a different age group where Eli's younger I'm a bit older it was branded there so it's like we saw like that was on that song like they were I remember it was surprisingly how long probably because the title you know what I mean it's not a normal word typically here so there's that Shock factor! Oh my goodness, what's the title yeah. of the song? Should your twelve-year-old be listening to it? Well, maybe, there's stuff, that yes or no, whatever. But it had, like, it had longevity. I felt like moving up because I think the video was at the carnival or something. If I'm correct on that, where it was just on whatever you watch Carson Daly on the TRL, or whatever. It was always up there yeah. forever, and so that's where that's the reason why it's so high as well too. See, because it had legs. It wasn't just, uh, and that's why Tupped Up I think shot up and shot down where it's a middle of the pack seat. But as for pure popularity at the time, you could argue that's probably the most popular song, almost top five in this whole field, for how popular right. it was for the short time it was popular. Understood. Yeah. It's just it's a lot of that. Depends you know, on the listen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And got a, lot, got a second life now. All right. Let's wrap this up here. Here's, I think, we're going to do final four and then our champion. So, I, um, Eli, you go ahead. Who's your final four overall? What do you got? Okay, so uh, I don't know. Who had the top left? I had uh, top left. Brandon. Yeah, top, yes. top left? Okay. I selected you. These. What's that? We should label these somewhere. I, I know. Or if they have them named or something like that. <laughs> um, themes would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, but I selected Your Woman out of that one from White Town. I thought that was a pretty catchy song. Uh, hmm. That was topping 500 miles. I, I, I like that one. It's a decent song. So your woman in the final four, and then Mambo number five. I don't Ooh. think any of you guys agree with that one, <laughs> but um, I know I, I knew that wasn't gonna be popular. Uh, but it's I didn't like that region that much, honestly. Uh, so I went with Mambo number five in that one, and then Save Tonight, as you guys know, for my region and top right, and then Jump Around House House of Pain. I thought well, that was a pretty pretty easy pick to make. All right, what about what about you, Matt? Okay, so my final four, I had, in the top left, I had Flagpole Sitta beating Baby Got Back. And then, of course, in my region, I had Meredith Brooks's Bitch. Uh, in the top right, I had Closing Time beating the Macarena. And in Jeremy's region, in the bottom right, I have Torn beating What Is Love. So my final four is Bitch, Torn, 
Closing Time and Flagpole Sitta. Right, what do you got, Brandon? I had, uh, I'd say a little, more, a little bit more than the hip-hop thing. I had um, Sir Mix-a-Lot in my bracket winning it. Uh, and then I had uh, Digital Underground, the 16th seed, no upset, uh, mm-hmm. winning that region over uh, Dion Fares, I know. Um, in the top right, I had Macarena get bounced in the second round. Good. Uh, Gonzaga, 2008 style. No disrespect to Gonzaga. But just... <laughs> in person, saw the loss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. But uh, I had them bounced by uh, Biz Marquis, which had that going to the Elite Eight before losing out to uh, Mark Morrison's return of the Mac. Um, bottom right, I had the uh, Hot Stepper winning it all, and well, winning that side at least. And I had Mark Morrison beating out Sir Mix a lot. Mark Morrison is your is my national my pick for the national champion. Mark Morrison. All right, I will go, and I guess we'll swing back around the, the everything. So here's what I got: top left. Um, I you know Baby got back, can go far. So I had them versus Harvey Danger. I'm going with Matt because with the flagpole set. Because partly, I feel that song could have came out three months ago the way it's played, and I still hear it all the time. Yes. <laughs> and so that's I know Baby got okay. Who's probably going to win? Baby Got Back, who I think, who I like, was his other song here. So I go with them. And then the bottom left, I have um, – I don't know. I, I make a change on this one on the fly because I had Bright Set Fred pretty far, so maybe I need some help here. My bottom part of that bracket, I have Breakfast at Tiffany's in the lead eight. Hmm. Beating a couple – hey, come on. Leave me alone. <laughs> then here's, I have that too, Jeremy. Okay, thank you. Yes, thank, <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm, your, I'm your backup guy here. I'm your hype man or something. <laughs> Okay, all right. So then I got – I just made some changes. I got Digital Underground going kind of far. Should I – I got Digital Underground versus Breakfast at Tiffany's for the regional final. I originally had Tiffany's over Right Said Fred. Who should I go with, you think, for Humpty Dance or Breakfast at Tiffany's? Humpty Dance. 16 seed to make it to the final four? Yes. <laughs> Chaos, baby. Chaos. I, I had to get talked out of breakfast at Tiffany's. I, I got a little bit of help filling out my bracket last night from my girlfriend. She loves that song. And I admitted I that that's another one of those songs song that, like it? secretly I, I you know love a lot. So what song is that, Matt? Breakfast at Tiffany's. It is a good song. It, it you know, they played the played that song to death, the video and everything, but it is a good song. So I but my point, I, I don't know if I'm going by what could be happening because those commercials now with uh, the Humpty Dance coming back and everything. But, I, man. Make the stupid upset pick. Oh, we need one of those, Come don't on. we? Come <laughs> on. You want you know to, Jeremy. Here's a song if you don't know it. It's kind of catchy still. Yeah. Rec- but in two different genres, so it's like, we got this going on. Stupid upset pick it is. Humpty Dance. Let's go. Final four. Yes. 16 seed. I like it. It's going to happen one day, right? <laughs> yes. It has to. And then, uh, let's see. My, my The top right bracket, I went with, uh, I had Semisonic versus Bismarcky. Got go, to gotta go with Bismarcky. Just of course. Because it's, uh, and then, obviously, my region, House of Pain, which is my ultimate winner overall. I have House of Pain versus Harvey Danger. I think House of Pain is just going to win the whole thing. That's my pick for the winner. So let's go to Eli. Who is your um? Who's your champ? Who do you got? So my champ is Save Tonight, and that's because I feel like that's the only song that I could have on my music playlist with the windows down and not be completely ashamed of myself. So, so, so that's my pick. 
Against uh, who was it against? It was against your woman, which is just a it's a groovy song with like no lyrical content whatsoever, but the but the beat's kind of nice. So about nine percent of the songs on here. It's a lot of them. Are yeah, no kidding. You know what's great? There's, I believe there's zero autotune songs on this whole bracket. So that's a win by itself. Hey. <laughs> wow. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> wait, you disagree with that, Brandon? Not uh, autotune is fine. Just not. You know, out of ten songs, I don't want to hear auto tune out of eight of them. I want to hear you sing, maybe if you're if you're. A, a, Sometimes you need the help, you. though. Yeah, yeah that's a problem. Need, if you need help, that's a problem. Hey, you know, saying <laughs> Chris Isaac earlier, and I think he did just oh. with that. No, it, there's really no effort to it. It's just you gotta, you know, really pump up your diagram and be kind of whiny. Oh. <laughs> And then you got then you got Chris. Then you know have a black and white video camera and a very good looking model in, in the beach and then Winner. set. <laughs> All right, so Matt, who's your final four again? Who you got winning the whole thing? Okay, so my final four again: Flagpole Sitta over uh, Bitch, and then I have Closing Time over Torn, and I have Closing Time winning the whole damn thing. To close it out, there you go. This will be fun to watch and monitor. Here's what we're gonna do. So hopefully everybody enjoyed this because it's much different than what we normally do. And we're still keeping it about the good hour pace me and Matt normally do. And so that's, always, that's always good. Nice. So I, we should have done this. Should we go back and do a stupid upset pick for each of you? Or do we, we already met. If you heard it, you know what they are. So don't worry about it. I just actually formally announced mine with the Humpty Dance going far. So here's the plan. I think I'm going to make up the plan. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to keep track. Use the tracker page on the Excel sheet. So I'll have to go back and fill that in the right way. But do they keep point track as well, Matt, throughout this? Or do you, is that something you would probably just need to do on our own? I think I have to do it on my own. I'll check into that after we... We'll see. So here's the kind of the plan. Fill the bracket. Po- um, put in the comments or put a link to it. Or your do a Dropbox links maybe if you want to participate in this in the comments. We can pull them up and do something. But let's have some sort of contest where if we do a point system, do you just want to do like the tournament so you get like... One point for round one, point two, or do you want to go by your seeding and get into the points throughout? So, like, if you're a 16 seed, you win the first game, you get 16. Second seed, you keep getting that amount to the end, or you just want to double the win every round? Any care preference? No, I don't care. No preference, yeah. I think one point's probably fine. It's probably more fair, because if you go upset heavy. Well, I think, okay, we'll see. Maybe one point, but we'll do some sort of contest. No prize, so sorry. You get a pat in the back, maybe. Is that that's fair enough? I think a digital handshake, the, the maybe. Winner, how about this? How about this, Jeremy? The winner gets to to take over the MWC Connection podcast because this is probably going to get shut down because of copyright. So <laughs> this is the end of the podcast as we know it. Fair use, buddy. Fair use. Come on, I'm yeah. going with fair use. I'm going with fair use. They get the set of okay. being our most '90s listener slash reader. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll figure something out. But yeah, post your bracket. We'll put our brackets on there. You can. You can uh, maybe I'll do a poll or something to uh, rank the brackets or comments. Hopefully, this is pretty fun. So, thanks for listening. And again, this goes is this daily, Matt? Correct throughout all of March. It's throughout all of March, and the first matchups begin March first. Okay, so March first. So keep track. Well, I'll pin this somewhere, probably in the uh, first seven or eight posts. So check back to our brackets. Listen as many times as you want because that's awesome. If you listen multiple times, we love it. But. We'll have a winner. We'll post. Yeah, I've repeated myself a million times, but just check out the post. We'll put. Yeah, of course, that's what I do here. <laughs> just post your bracket if you like our bracket. Great, all that fun stuff. But that's our show tonight. We'll get back to football next week. 
Me and Eli did a basketball show. That's up as well. If you heard that already, you probably should have. We kind of pumped this as well. So, again, Brandon, thank you for joining. What's your Twitter handle so people can follow you for Nevada and Florida hot takes? And uh, and, you, and your Jaguar tears, I'm sorry. Yeah, plenty <laughs> of Jaguar tears. Plenty of Jaguar tears to go around. Well, the fireball chases it. Um, there you uh, go. Fireball with you. Uh, Lake underscore babbles. Go check it out. You gotta have me on the podcast more, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Okay, I'm here. Hey, it's off season. We will. We're gonna talk about teams. We're gonna do it in the off season more. In season, a bit tough, but we'll do that because I, I plan on doing a lot more um, team interview stuff. So we'll have you and whoever else does football stuff. We'll have to hop on for the summer because spring football's coming up. So we'll bring you back. We got Eli at Betker underscore Eli, and you got a what Matt K underscore FS. Is that correct? Do I get that yes, right? Finally, yes. So yeah. that's our show for tonight. Um, I guess we're, I guess instead of saying we're biased to get your team, we're biased to get your song tonight. That's very yes, interesting. Yes. <laughs> so whatever your favorite song is, we probably hate it. So again, mwcconnection.com is for the sports stuff. iTunes, Stitcher, um, Blog Talk Radio. Check us out. Pocket Cast, anything you want. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. We'll-